Hello, 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 everybody. This is Adam Bratch coming to you live. Time with AGA. In our part two of our family series, we have lost a guest from last time. We've lost a movie here, but we've gained a guest as well. What to say, man? Guest? Yeah, I'm Grace. I'm Anne-Marie's roommate. <laughs> Wonderful to have you here. It's Grace. Grace jumped in on a fly. Had no yeah. clue. Had no clue. Yeah. And so today we are continuing what we talked about last time, um, but diversifying a little bit. We're going to add in a little bit about family dynamics, chosen family, what it means to be a family, whether that's your blood or friends or whoever else, and we'll just kind of get right into it. So shall we? Yeah. Let's go first. Let's, let's, let's go through family dynamic first. If, any, if anyone feels... Grace, do you have any compelling family dynamic? <clears throat> Um, I don't know if this counts as a dynamic, but I've always liked that there was no, like, this is a man's job, this is a woman's job in my house. It was yeah. always like, this is everyone's home, it's everyone's job to take care of it. I never heard, like, oh, you're my wife, you have to do this from here. As my husband, you have to go do this, X, Y, Z. It was always like, as parents, as the people running this household, what do we need to do? What? It was always a teamwork, and I feel like that was really good to see that. Um, like as a example growing up. Do you have a large family? Small mm, family? I think it's small because we move every two to three years. Yeah. So we've always been away from our extended family. So our unit is really small. It's just mom, dad, my younger sister and I. And then sometimes we'll have my aunt join in and sometimes my grandma, but it's still, it'll only be around five people. Mm. So it's really important for us to I think maybe that's also why it's so easy to communicate because it's not many people in the house, but yeah. So I've always liked that our dynamic is very about equality. Everyone gets a say. Everyone's voice is listened to. It's never like, we're older, we know better. Yeah. So. Now you said you moved. Where did you start like living, born? Well, I was born in New York, but I Ooh. my first move was at 11 weeks old, so. You don't really, you don't really counts, remember, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so... Right now, over the break, I'm heading back to Finland, which is where my family's living. That's now. so sick. Yeah. That's I have one friend who lives in Finland. Really? I have one friend who lives in Finland. Do you yes. know where? Because all no. the foreigners tend to live in the capital, and that's where I am. So, I mean, no, she was like born in Finland. Oh, like she's, she's like from originally from Finland. Really oh, that's cool. crazy. Yeah, yeah, I love Finland, and apparently it's already snowing a little bit, so I'm excited. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, cool. That's so cool. Right? Driving her to the airport next week. <gasps> oh, I'm so I've always wanted to go to Finland, so maybe I might hit you no, up to visit. What kind of sports do you like to do? Is everything. It, I'll do everything. Because, like, during the winter, obviously, snowboarding, skiing, mm-hmm. all that, it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also, not because there should be, there's not, like, a good reason for there to be, but there's also surfing, and my friend, he's, like, the surf Dude, champ, but wait, he always downgrades what? it. He's, like, or downplays it. He's, like... Yeah, but it's a Finland. I don't really think that's a flex that he's like some surf champ. But yeah, it's mostly like all of these snow sports. And that's I sick. mean, I don't do them. I'm not a sporting person, but I think it's like cool to cool. see it. That's sick. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was surfing in Finland. Mm, I, that. I guess you could surf anywhere with a coast. The more you know. True. Right? Anywhere there's water. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anywhere there's water. let's not do it in Oregon. Absolutely not. I no. never surf in Oregon. No, no. surfing in Oregon. Just Heads up to the viewers out there. No surfing in Oregon. <laughs> Put that out there. Nothing. Aramay, what do you what do you appreciate or love and or can't wait to go back to family dynamic wise? Um 
Now, with my family dynamic, it's changed a lot um, throughout my life. Um, I My mom is a single mom because my dad passed away when I was 11. He had cancer, so um, my family dynamic very much dramatically changed when I was young, and so I'm still, like, getting used to the dynamic of only having one parent, and mm-hmm. it's been, like, seven years. Yeah. And so still like having it's more so like when I am with my family there always is like a missing piece mm-hmm. like at, during the holidays we always keep my dad's chair open yeah no one sits in it just because it's like that is a person who contributed a lot to our family and so like the dynamic of having a smaller family like it's just now me and my brother and my mom and my grandparents live across the street from me but yeah the the dynamic of living with a single mom and really living by her example and not really having a father figure for most of my teenage years has been interesting because the dynamic of family is like people have taken over the father figure position in my life. Like my godfather, who was my dad's best friend, I consider him to be like... A father figure to yeah. me now and so he's I'm visiting him he's coming down to my house for the holidays to visit so it'll be like that certain presence is I guess there but yeah that's awesome yeah I think it goes to show that like it doesn't have to be a blood related person yeah. to be yeah. that to fill that role in your family yeah which is what I can't wait to head on mm-hmm. it's gonna be my favorite thing you got something mm-hmm. like between like blood related and non-blood related yeah so mm-hmm. I've always said, like I guess we can digress. Unless you would like to, well, I guess we we've done our, yeah. we've done our family trees yeah. in our in our previous yeah. episodes. Yeah. So we don't know yeah, about us. Yeah, we don't have to go into that. But we can go into the uh, as I like to call it, the family versus family mm-hmm. aspect of it. I know it sounds stupid, right? But when you say it like oh, that, it just sounds the same. No, no, no. <laughs> I know, and I'm trying to emphasize one family over the other. When I say family, there's normal. I mean blood related. Okay, cousins, aunts, uncles, mom, dad, sisters, siblings, right? But when I say family, try to emphasize as much as I can. Family. Yes. I mean the people who... Yes. Or bolded. Or underlined. Yes. Or all three. capitalized. Holy shit. All three. I'm meaning the people who you choose to surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. Or the people who choose to be in your life, right? You don't get to choose your blood-related family. Mm -hmm. Some of us come from great ones. Some of us don't. Mm-hmm. Right, but we do get to choose who we allow to stay in our lives for a long time. Mm-hmm. For me, I was fortunate enough to live during the summers when I lived with my grandparents down in Duxbury. Um, I have a group of friends who I would consider my family. We actually call ourselves the Beach Family, the right? Beach family. And there's about fifteen to twenty of us, and we are so blessed because our great grandparents all bought houses around the same street, on the same like T Street, mm-hmm. like, like this. So our great-grandparents all grew up together. Our grandparents grew up together. Our parents grew up together. Mm-hmm. And now we have all grown up together. I'm one of the youngest mm-hmm. people in the whole group. Mm-hmm. Most of them are through college already. Most of them are in college. Really? Yeah. That's cool. So it was a really cool like dynamic to have over the summer every year. June come around. Everyone would go live with their grandparents. And then like we would all stay till the end of August. And then my friends would go to college or high school. And then I got to go. But like the coolest times that we had were like, when we all would hang out in one house 
our parents would be in a different house mm-hmm. and our grandparents would be in a different house. Mm-hmm. It was like we were all hanging out a with generational our generational thing. No, mm-hmm. it was the it's the coolest thing and I feel mm-hmm. most blessed to have that. That's pretty mm-hmm. in, in my life. And like the craziest part was that like when I say like all of our great grandparents grew up together, mm-hmm. all of our great grandparents lived to like ninety eight. Wow. Oh no! Whoa. So like we were all like, yeah, okay. my great grandmother was ninety six when she passed. So that's that's lifelong. So it? like mm-hmm. when we were like, that's a good chunk of time. When I was like twelve mm-hmm. and thirteen, mm-hmm. like I was hanging out with my friends, and there was four generations of friends all like hanging out together. It was so it was the coolest thing in the world. Is that we're going back to this summer too? So yeah, most of the summer this summer I'll probably spend in Duxbury because I don't like I don't get to see them any other time of the year except for those three months and even then it's a chunk because everyone's now working and has their thing like one of my friends katie she actually just got a job in san francisco oh no way so she works up there and one of my friends rachel i used to work or used to go to unh and now works in boston so we're all spread out everywhere but in the summer we all come back at one point but that's just one family i have you know Mm -hmm. what about you come on (sighs) oh boy i got a lot of families Right. Oh, that's an that's a good question. That's that's interesting because I mean obviously there's my friends. Okay, I guess I'll start from the beginning because so originally being born in California, Fallbrook. Um, I had my first friends. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the growl. My first friends, who I grew up with as like as a young kid, um, from kindergarten to like third grade, and those are like my first friends who I thought I was gonna be spend the rest of my life with, right? And then I moved, and then had a new group of friends right. in Wisconsin, then moved again, had a new group of friends in Tennessee, moved back right away um, to Wisconsin, and then regained that old group of friends, right. like it was nothing, and then also added new ones, obviously, but right. I think um, I think that the ones I made in California, and the ones in Wisconsin, and the ones kind of just all over the place, every state I've been to, are all part of my family in one way or another, you know, so it doesn't, cool. doesn't matter how long or how short I was with them all. Because Tennessee was only eight months and I made some invaluable friendships there, yeah. you know, that I would consider close enough to be family. Mm-hmm. Thank you, your wedding. Yeah. When they oh, all come together. Huge. I've always thought of that. Really huge. <laughs> and then on top of that, here, already in the short time we've been here. Exactly. Family, 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 family. Everybody. <laughs> already, Everyone. you know? Like, I, I, it's a loose term, but I think it, it's, it can be like, encapsulates so many people. Mm. And I'm very thankful that I have all those different families in so many parts around the U.S. So it's like, mm. I'm not just, home Home for me is not like a noun. Yeah. You know, it's, it's more of a feeling. Well, I guess, yeah. Yes. That makes any sense. Yes. No, not, I know exactly. It's like That's a cliche. A great... Home's not where. Say, say that again. Say that again. Home is not a noun for me. It's more of a feeling. Yes. It's like, you know, home is where the heart is, but it really is. Because like you can, I feel home here. Yeah. I feel home no, in Wisconsin. I feel home 100%. Home. I can be yes. home in many different places. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I'm with either my family or my one of my families. <laughs> family. <laughs> family. Alfred, what about you? I, yeah, I know, yourself. I, I know Fredo's got a couple families over there. A lot to say. So for me, um, I've never had a. I mean, I have a very large extended family, but we've never been the, ti- the kind to um, really coalesce quite often. It's a great course. word. It's a great word. It's a great word. Really, we've word. we've come together, you know, for um, bolsadas during the Christmas time or, you know, New Year celebrations, um, uh, birthdays occasionally, um, 
when a member of the family passes, we get together and, and uh, uh, celebrate their life. Um, um, so it's my my close knit family, my my mom, my dad, my sisters, um, and myself, and I include my dog in that actually too, of course, because he's that important to me. Um, <laughs> we've kind of been, you know, kind of in our own little not bubble, but just to ourselves, um, and that that dynamic itself is has always been uh, really um, constantly morphing, um, it, especially during this time. Um, when we're all away from the house and it's just my mom and my dad. Um, but when I left, um, joining the Marine Corps, I feel like one of the biggest, biggest takeaways um, from that experience, from, from being here, from being a Marine, is the new family that I gained from joining. Mm. Because the brothers that I made during boot camp, the brothers and sisters that I met at my schoolhouse and during MCT, um, that was irreplaceably beautiful the way those bonds were made because we suffered together um, and we grew together as a person uh, physically and mentally and emotionally when we're away from everything <clears throat> that we've ever known and we're isolated. Um, it's just, I feel like it's one of the most unique ways that a bond, that a family can be created. No, 100 We're like taking from all these corners of the earth um, and then put together and molded into this this new statue of a person. Um, and so the guys that I'm not with physically because I got friends in Hawaii, friends stationed, friends stationed in Japan, um, guys in North Carolina, uh, guys all over the all over the place. Some here close at home, but still I can't even see them. Right. Um, even with those people that I don't see that I occasionally talk to, I can go years and years without talking to them because, but but because that I made that bond with them, because they hold the title Marine, as do I. I will forever be family of theirs, and they will be family of mine. Yeah, and, and I think that's one of the most special things that I've ever ever witnessed, and it's a blessing. It's a blessing to have them. I think I think you're fortunate and have a very sp- more. You have more special above bond. That I think people realize it, yes. that you form in like anybody. I can't speak for it. It's one of those it, insider outsider things. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like unless like one from the outside can appreciate it as much as they would like to, but you know, looking from the inside of, of the window, it's right. just it's something so special and magnificent that I can't I can't even begin begin to you know. My words are not enough. I, I my words don't do it justice. I, I feel it a certain way through what you say, and I even feel like that's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And I think when when you mentioned both physically and mentally, you share the same things, the same same experiences. Mm-hmm. That made me think of of a point that I want to touch on is that vulnerability and shared trauma mm. doesn't have to be trauma. It doesn't have to be a bad thing necessarily, but just shared experiences in general and discussion. And conversation amongst your friends, I think, really crosses that that border, that fine line yeah. between friend and family. One yeah. of my best friends from back home, best best, probably, yeah, best best friend, like, right now ever, Charlie Carr. If you're listening, <laughs> love you, buddy. Hopefully, Charlie is listening. We'll see. <laughs> um, we, I mean, we share a lot of shit, and and we've been through a lot together. But one thing I think that connects us, that just happened this past year to him, um, is is a, f- a shared experience that we both had with our with our fathers. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who listened to my episode, 
you'll know what it is. I won't go into detail on it again. Go back and listen to it. But that same thing happened to his dad this past year. Mm-hmm. And and he's he's okay. He's good now too. But as much as it sucks at the time, you know, you, you have that solace in that other person. Mm-hmm. And you can go to them and talk to them about it and ask them for help or support or just their <clears> own <throat> opinion on how to deal with the situation. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you both have to go through those sometimes horrible things in your lives just makes you that much closer and makes that much more of a bond. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I can sp- I can say that for other people too, plenty of others, but tr- the one with Charlie just stands out to me in particular. And I think that's what makes him one of my closest members of my family outside of my family. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of you guys have those similar experiences. Alfred, obviously, with the Marines. Mm-hmm. Almost all your brothers have been, you have been with them. Of course. Through, of course. through, the, through the shit, through the mud. Mm-hmm. But, and um, I think what makes those bonds more easy to appreciate is because when you go to that person, it's like they understand that you're not always going for advice. You just, mm-hmm. you need, and I mean, not that it's bad when you go to someone and they offer advice. I mean, obviously that's great. That shows that they care. But sometimes you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear tips or fun tricks on how to cope, cope yeah. better. You just need someone that almost literally understands what you feel and just for them to say mm-hmm. yeah same like you, you're not looking for um you know a better road to take you're just you acknowledge that you're in this place right now and hey so does that other the other person happens to be as well showing someone to care yeah and just it's there. just nice yeah. because they already understand whereas mm-hmm. other people they do mm-hmm. care they do they are willing to listen but they just don't understand yeah. which isn't their fault but that's what makes these friendships just like yeah. um that much stronger yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's not that the other ones are weaker because they don't understand it's just that that one has a little bit of extra like you're like it's easy to talk to you mm-hmm. because i'm not explaining anything to you i don't have to give you any yeah. backstory i don't have to give mm-hmm. you any oh do you know what that means oh by the way did you know that this can make people feel like that they mm-hmm. already know that yeah. So you're just really expressing yourself, and then they get to do the same because you also understand. Which you're is why I feel way. like it's just it's just so nice to have people like that. Yeah, and then they're not trying to fix your problems either, but rather just yeah, just discuss them. Be together. there with you. Right. Yeah. I think I've learned over time because <clears throat> like I like to listen to people's problems and stuff, and I like to like help as much as I can. I've learned that it's not about trying to fix people's problems. But go through it with them. Mm-hmm. You know, not saying that you have to put yourself in, like, the same trauma or anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, understand that, like, fixing something doesn't happen in a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you can't just give people advice on different ways to look at things. Right? You really have to go through things with them. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone's having a really tough day, yeah. go through them their day with them. Yeah. And, and I like, also feel like if they want that, they'll ask for it. What yeah. do you think mm-hmm. I should do? Then give your, then your yes. advice. Yes. Of course, they're literally asking mm-hmm. for it. But if that's not the case, if there's not any type of like, mm, what do you think I should do? Then just, it's about that. Like just being someone whose hand they can hold along the yeah, way. Support You're not them. Always like, it's not always like a question, answer. It's yeah. just, mm-hmm. oh, here's right. what's happening. And you know, then they're it's... like, yeah, that's really tough. Do you want to yeah. go do something? Like it doesn't have to be a firm solution. It can just yeah. be like a little like fun I, I don't know I, I love when like you open up to a friend about like a tough day and then they like spontaneously want to go do something like, I think that's yes. like fun instead of like oh you should do this it's my favorite yeah, thing that's that. my favorite thing to do yeah, you yeah know, I love spontaneous it's always better to carry things together 
Mm-hmm. And especially on the trauma bit of like connection with people, like I guess because I left, I lost my dad at a really young age. I felt um, a lot of the times in friendships as though like um, incomplete within myself because <laughs> I didn't have anyone to relate to because no one had been, no one I knew had been through what I'd been through mm-hmm. until I got to USD. Yeah. And I met one of my now closest friends who went through a similar, very, very similar experience with losing their dad. And it was the first time where I was able to really converse and connect with someone on such a deep and specific level of like heart-wrenching pain and to not only feel heard but understood because mm. I've never in my lifetime of like having this a part of my heart and a part of my story in life I'd never felt understood I've always felt like oh people have given me the space to talk about something that happened that was hard but to be seen and it, it really made a difference but also on the fact of like having a bad day or having like you know that sort of thing like the best way that I could describe it was like with that sort of connection of things don't need to be fixed in a family dynamic things don't need to be fixed and um I was talking about it with one of this friend friends and like like the pain of like losing a bit of your family that's also a part of a you know the whole compass of like family and stuff like that people leave and um uh the idea of like fixing that hole is i i don't believe in that and i always say like you know that type of pain it like can never be fixed and the pain doesn't get better over time it just gets more bearable because you become stronger from that type yeah, of pain 100 percent. there's some picture saying or something it's like we have like all our trauma and all our mm-hmm. bad shit, like in a bottle, you know, like yeah. as it, like bottled up. Yeah. And people think that over time it gets smaller. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly what you just said. Yeah. But instead, like our bottle just gets bigger. Yeah. Like our container, like we fill it with <clears throat> becoming stronger ourselves. Yeah. And I think because yeah. I think loss is like inevitable. Yeah. yeah. We all experience it, whether yeah. whether I'm sorry at a young age, mm-hmm. which I've been there too, or at like you know at every we're older in life, and it's like. Yeah. It's, it is yeah. I mean, as I just said, it's inevitable, and you can't get around it. The, but being able to go through that and then share sympathy with another person—not empathy, but sympathy—is mm-hmm. I mean, the truer virtue. And obviously, empathy is all we can do sometimes if we, because it's not we're not meant to be like, oh, I experienced the same thing. It's only mm-hmm. like a few people who can yeah. say, yeah, you know, especially yeah. for like that certain situation. Very yeah. unique, but. To, I mean, just to hit it home again, like, like sympath- sim- being able to sympathize with someone and and discuss your mm-hmm. own personal problems without them trying to butt in or or yeah. fix themselves yeah. that they because they don't understand. It's it's just like I don't even, I can't I don't even know how to way to wrap that up. You know, it's just like yeah. that. In, in and of itself is human connection. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love that term of fixing it. Mm-hmm. Fixing it signifies that something is a problem. Or 
signifies that something's broken. Yeah. Or that you're broken. Yeah. And you're not. Like Just because not, something bad so. happened doesn't mean that you're broken. Yeah, it's making something stronger. Yeah. You know, my favorite, like, thing to always relate back to is that people are like iron. Okay? Mm-hmm. What's the only way to weaken iron? Put it under heat and pressure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's, get, let's go with the, the logical answer, which is rust. I was going to say rust. Okay. But the only way iron can rust is if it's exposed to water and it just sits there and does nothing. But if you constantly sharpen iron and sharpen iron, then it never can be broken. Right? The only thing that beats iron is iron itself. People are like iron. Right? You constantly work on yourself. You constantly push. You constantly sharpen yourself. And you'll never rust. Mm-hmm. You'll never break. It's the same yes. thing. Is the rust going to eat you at some point? Of course it is. But guess what? You are around other people. Allow them to lift you up. You've always heard iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. If people are iron, when you connect with people, you sharpen each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's another beautiful thing about family. Yes. <laughs> is that our families will all come and go and we will all outlive would assume um of the rest of our generations before us Mm -hmm. you know our parents our grandparents older siblings whoever else um but then as we start families of our own and continue these families we've already made and these deep 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 friendships that lasts lifetime you know those are unbreakable long-lasting things that that will extend beyond our blood related Mm -hmm. like i can't wait till they all come together like I can't wait till I got my people here my people home my actual like blood related family and then like my beach family and they all come together like that's gonna be like a very fun day like I can't wait for that day I dream about that too right like that's gonna be so cool like imagine like sitting at like obviously I'm assuming it's probably gonna be like a wedding right Mm. like you're at your wedding and I love weddings your best friends over your entire life are out there yeah I always said I wanted to... Your whole story coming together. Yes. No. To celebrate you. It's like the climax of the novel. I just yeah. think of, Ooh. like, the struggles that my parents have been through, and it's still a struggle yeah. for them, but on days that are good and where they're able to stand up and reflect and gaze upon what they've brought out of nothing, mm-hmm. like, they must feel such fulfillment and accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Um, because, um, you know, their, their children have, have grown up and they've spread their wings, so to say, and now they're seeing the, you know, that their hard work and like the blood, sweat and the tears that they put into this thing, it's coming to fruition. And, you know, it's really, it's a beautiful thing to, to watch, Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I dream about that myself. Like I can't wait until I can continue that legacy mm-hmm. and hopefully my children in the future can have that same success because yeah. I want to bring them to them and I want to work hard for that. Exactly. Because at the end of the day for me, um, that's, that's what I want. I want, I want to be yes. able to sit down in my leather chair <laughs> and I see the kids running in the living room. You are such a leather chair you kind know, of rock. I really, I, you know, <laughs> you are such a leather man. chair rocker. Or, you know, take, you know, I want to go to the park. With the, dog the, wise leash, grandpa. the dog on a leash and the kids running around on the scooter and holding my wife's hand, whoever it may be, um, I just, I want that. That's mm-hmm. like the end. That's, I really want that. Mm-hmm. Now, as we 
come to a close. I know it's a short little episode, but our friend Alfred is going to base this weekend. Boy. He's a Marine. I know. He is an amazing person. Relax. From our two guests, do we have anything to conclude towards the end of the episode? That... Mm, yeah, I was thinking about what you were saying that sometimes, or that they, they like don't end these bonds or that they're like forever. The thing is, sometimes they do, like, kind of fizz out, but I feel like that doesn't take away from, like, how special they are. Like, Mm. as someone who's had to say goodbye, like, every two or three years, Mm. even if I'm not as close to someone, like, I still, like, even if the bond is much weaker and we don't talk as often, I'll still look back on that time and whenever I see something of theirs pop up on like my feed or whatever it's still such like a heartwarming thing it's never like mm-hmm. oh bummer it's like I'm so glad we shared those moments together mm-hmm. so I also feel it's like don't put pressure too much pressure on like the relationships you're forming to be as strong as a family mm-hmm. or family <laughs> you know let them be what they are because even on the surface level they can be really great things that just it's an amazing you, point it's an amazing your, point don't so shape you. Perfect. Not everyone yeah. even has to like you know, yeah. absolutely crazy influence, influence your, life. your life. They can yeah. maybe just get give you a good laugh. You give yeah. them a good laugh yeah. and you move on with your Some day. Some people are there for a single purpose and then they've served their purpose. Yeah, and, and, and appreciate it for what they did. That's yeah. a really great way to think about yeah. any friendships that maybe aren't as strong today. Yeah, for sure. Um, I had been thinking about um when you we talked about um like choosing family Mm -hmm. and choosing people and not a sense of like biological or blood but like people that come in and out and stuff like that I was reflecting on how do I choose those people Mm. and I like or the method of choosing who's right for you at what point in time in your life and I I realized I have my own like method I like I evaluate people that I choose to have in my life and I realized that the method that I guess I recommend everyone who's reflecting on who are you really with, who are you choosing, is I look at the people who I currently have in my life and I think if I were that person, would I be proud to be that person? So like mm. best friends, mm-hmm. if I were that person, would I be proud to be them? And if it's yes, I keep that person in my heart and... I cherish that or like significant other I look at that person and if I were them would I be proud to be that person absolutely absolutely or even even you you could even do it with biological people honestly if you look at you know your mom your dad your cousin your aunt your uncle or whoever if you look at that person you see what they've done with their life are would you be proud to be them Yes, no. That's how you choose. That's, a that's really how good. you choose. I think I think that's, that's cool, actually. That's never, amazing. I've never yeah. thought of that. I've never thought. Really I've, I think I'm I thought that about side. that the other day and I was like, "Oh, I've been doing that most of my life." And yeah. I guess like I love that. yeah, that's how I that's how I've navigated people in my life. I love that. That's neat. Yeah. Well, I think we are coming to a close here. I believe we if are. I can check with my other co-hosts here, I believe this is our last episode of the season. This is mm-hmm. the last episode of the season. It is. It is. It's so, been a, a beautiful semester. Yes. Thank you to all the people who listened. I checked the numbers yesterday. We had 1,400 listens the entire oh. season. 
Hell yeah. Wow. And to the 80 people, I know, 1,400 and we get 80, but to the 80 people that followed us, we appreciate you so much. <laughs> really because yeah. let me tell you what that means. That means that every time we post one, they get a notification that it came out. Mm-hmm. Right? And there's 80 people like that. So the fact that we could even touch the lives of 80 people at least is amazing. Thank you to all our guests that we had. Thank you to the amazing people. But uh, we will so hit it back up after break. Have a wonderful time. I'm Gabe. I'm Adam. And I'm Alfred. Thank you. Thank Love you. you all. Love you. Peace. Bye.